Hi, I'm Lucas James. And I'm Jordan Ross. And we're the co-hosts of How to Scale an Agency. After scaling our own agencies to over $185,000 per month in sales and working with agencies doing hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue like Hawk Media and Neil Patel, we've made this show to interview the top digital marketing agency owners and highlight the fastest ways to scale your agency. If you'd like to join the best digital marketing agency community on the planet and let us help you scale, go to agencygo.io to sign up today. What's going on, guys? We got David, the founder of RCN, up here today, who's got a really fucking cool background. This guy has sold over $40 million in loans when he was a W-2 employee, took that skills and took all that knowledge and really helped him leverage that to build what's RCN today, right? Working with seven-figure brands and dominant e-com clients. But David, Dope to have someone local in Hollywood on the call, on the show. Like, what's good, man? How you doing? Doing well, man. Doing well. I can't complain. Just another day taking over the world. Slowly taking over 1% at a time. So for everyone that doesn't know you or your agency, who's David? What's the agency? How'd you get to this point? Yeah. So my name's David. I've been like doing like e-commerce stuff ever since I was like in college. You know, sometimes you did email marketing. Sometimes you didn't for like different drop, sh- drop sh- uh, shipping stores. but I kind of found a very weird thing. And when I was in the loan game, I noticed the way I got into it, right, was a lot of the time, a lot of these small businesses we were working with, their biggest problem was always profit margin. Like most businesses, their business needs to survive on on very slim margins. So I thought, and it was like during like really like the beginning of 2020, middle of 2020, when Corona was this huge thing. I said to myself, I'm like, okay, well, if I can help businesses increase margin, it's not going to cost them that much and also make money in the process, then it's a no-brainer. And and I knew fundamentally about email marketing, but I ended up just kind of diving in and figuring out everything that I needed to be able to do in order to make it successful. Like I said, I already had some experience and I've done stuff in the fashion industry for a while, like fashion modeling. I'm I'm six foot four. I've done like 15 runway shows in the past. Six foot four you could probably throw it the fuck down on a basketball rim, bro. was never my forte, man. It was never my forte. That being said, like I knew originally I wanted to work with like fashion brands. And then you kind of realized like, okay, well, a lot of people, these creatives, like they're, they're very sporadic and kind of all over the place with their, their business. So it's very hard to do business with those types of people. And I understood business. I'd worked with a bunch of different companies and a bunch of different industries. So I was like, okay, well, you know, let's just go straight up e-com email marketing. Let's target, you know, very small, let's say five to 20 K a month businesses, mom and pop stores that are just, you know, Hey, let's bring them online, like very local. So that's how I started was I went on Google maps and searched up like the name of small cities and just was like, all right, local businesses. And I built like a lead list of like 500 people, shot out emails, shot out looms and everything. Got a couple clients that way at first. But then I realized that the scale was not going to be there because their biggest issue was being able to pay the money up front or even on payment plans. It was just even, even a couple grand for, for a lot of these companies and a lot of these businesses was just it was way too much. regardless of how you broke it down and how much money it would make them in terms of ROI and everything like this. So that's how I got started. And we've worked with like a bunch of different companies, but now I kind of found this niche and working with, you know, anywhere from half a million to a million dollars or more a year. We just took on a client that does five and a half a year that have an average order value of anywhere over a thousand, over a thousand dollars. If they're a little bit smaller 
or $300, $250, per product. And what that allows us to do is develop highly targeted lists for when we do their kind of inbound, right? So say they're running traffic, develop highly targeted lists. And then even if it's like a couple sales a month, the difference between low ticket e-com and high ticket e-com is a lot of money. We run email marketing and like 10%, 25% off discounts for like a $50 product. But like at the end of the day, it becomes bullshit because they're not preserving their margins. And it's a lot easier to sell something a couple times a month for a couple thousand dollars than it is to sell 10,000 things at $50. I love it. You took this concept that, you know, everyone talks about, right? If, if you've listened to a podcast or you've been someone who's been a podcaster, you've probably heard like some of the goats of industry say it's a lot easier to make one sale for $10,000 than a hundred sales of one. You know what I mean? Right. So this is common knowledge, but I think, especially in the agency space, I talk to hundreds of agencies every quarter. We work with almost 50, right? And there are so few agencies that are actually targeting the scale of business that that you're talking about. Because for you, if we get a couple of deals, it's positive ROI, right? Forever, yeah. right? And for them, it's it's a lot harder to game. So actually, kudos for being able to spot this. But the big thing I wanted to, to drive and help educate the people listening on this conversation today was your ability to scale and sell, right? That's where you kind of like earned your stripes, giving a Tony the Tiger analogy, if everyone <laughs> frosted flakes, what's good. How has your experience with PayPal, like what is the tangible skills or systems that you've taken that has allowed you to get to your level? Because I mean, dude, I get hit up on so all social, right? Twitter, LinkedIn, I get hit up all the time. Hit, like from people all over fucking world. How do I get to 10K? How do I get to 20K? There's guys like a, a Ty Frankel who is synonymous for taking people from like zero to 10. But like, how'd you be able to take your skills and eclipse that like in a relatively short period of time? Yeah. So it's at the end of the day, and you'll hear guys like Alex Ramosi talk about this all the time. It's all about it, nope. your ability to acquire customers. Now, I was literally just telling a guy this. I was on a call a couple, literally a couple minutes ago before we filmed this, but you, especially in a service-based client business, right? It's all about your ability to acquire customers that you actually want to work with. Now, I'll give you a little bit of background and we'll talk about economic models here really quickly. So my economic model for when I started this business, right? So you have, and I've spoken about it on, on my podcast a couple of times, but so you have when, and you guys, right? When you get people in the door, right? So say there's a setup fee, whatever it is, you, you provide one level of service, and then on the, on the back end, you're able to provide the same client who's already bought from you a second deeper level of service, increases the LTV of the customer. But this is the model that, that we had when I was, I was in the loan game. And what we would do is so all of the one-time deals that would come in, right, there would be 50 to like 75 people who would work the incoming on like the inbound deals. Then there would be another department who would sell to those customers who had already, who have been customers for like six months right? That's where the company made the majority of the money. So my thought process is was like, okay, well, I can do literally the same thing with a service-based business because it literally is just an ongoing client-customer relationship. So the economic model allows you to get paid on the front end to deliver a service, get the client results, like tangible high-level results that they can literally log into their, their Clavio and go and see, 
And then you can be like, well, look, we did this amount with just this. Imagine if we were able to make you guys more money and it would be a more hands-on approach. You know, is that something you want to talk about? So the entire goal of it is to create no-brainer offers at literally every single point in the process of the lifetime relationship with the customer. Now, I don't know what the audience is going to be for the, for the podcast, but literally it allows you to get paid twice on one client instead of doing two deals with two different clients and then maintain the ongoing relationship in the form of retainer. Maybe you want to do a performance fee. I personally hate performance fees because sometimes you have to hunt people down because people don't like to pay invoices. Yeah which the way, if anyone listening wants a, a life hack, build ACH authorization into your contracts. Jordan, you know, you know what ACH is, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Build ACH into your contracts just so you, you know that you go and get paid, right? The, and the reason I say that is, so when I'm going in, right, I had an understanding of how business worked and how, you know, a, a big company operated. And I said, okay, well, if I can apply the same exact business model, because what you really need to do to be successful in whatever avenue in life or in business, or whatever the hell you're doing, you take a model that works, you take a different angle and apply pressure to a different marketplace. The ability to acquire customers is the entire game. The more you, and with the, the structure, right? Obviously you can understand, the more you put people in the top funnel, the more comes out at the bottom. So right now my game was acquire as many customers as possible on a one-time basis and whatever falls back through in the upcoming months, whatever results they get over the upcoming months, because we still have access to the data, we can go ahead and tap them for a retainer down the line. Like I said, it allows you to get paid twice and it allows you to build a structure that literally just works in your business so that the clients that you have on, you don't have to take on so many of them as you scale. You can actually reduce the amount of them that you have as you scale, develop stronger relationships with them, deliver more results, and then make more money. I love it. I think a lot of people listening, including myself, are big fans of Hermosa. You actually kind of talk like him. I'm smiling. <laughs> I'm wearing the flannel, man. Wear the flannel. Dude, I mean, it, it's fucking, you know, he says Hermosi Nation. I'm like, listening to you talk, I'm like, holy fuck, we're part of the cult. Like, we're, fuck, <laughs> we're fucking fanboys over here. I mean, because I, I listen to him like a couple times a week. Like, I've absorbed all this shit. I love how you were able to break that down super simply get them into the funnel. So like to like scope out a little bit, like some other ways that I see this done, like the web development um, to SEO, to web maintenance, to content creation, to content distribution. That's like one of the more common things I've seen. The okay. audit, like the backend audit, like for a low ticket, whether it's paid media, that we're gonna tell you what you're doing wrong that converts into a retainer, right? There's a handful of different entry-level offers that, hey, like we will tell you what you're doing wrong to optimize that are no-brainers. And then even for us, like we actually just introduced what I call the vault, which we were talking about Andre Haykal before. I launched the vault, I go on Andre's link tree and I'm like, fuck, Andre has a vault too, shit. But for us, we actually launched the vault last, almost 14 days ago. I think we have like 10 people have come in through the vault, right? So that's netted, close to 20k but yeah. these are agencies doing less than 10k we we don't work with agencies that are that small but yeah. now we're getting that income we're building a relationship we're earning trust and then we upsell them again and then we have a few downsells now we just introduced bookkeeping because i've realized through all my clients a lot of fucking agencies have shitty bookkeepers they don't get quick responses they don't get good service and it's how hermosi um, when someone signs up for the gym, they're like, Hey, do you want the, this way protein or this way protein? Right. And just gets them on the subscription. Yeah. Right. So I love how you're able to break that down into three different steps yeah. and just simplify the shit out of it. 
So let me ask you this, right? So people are like, holy fuck, I'm following the wrong guy. I should be following David. I'm joking around there. But for you and your your business, now that you have this model broken down, what's what's next for you? It sounds like you're not at the point where you're going hard on the retainer yet. It sounds like you're more focusing on the entry-level offer. Can you walk? It sounds like we're in a unique position for your agency right now, just of where time has us. Like, can you walk yeah. us through that? transition for you and what your mindset and strategy is going to be for that? Yeah. So, so there's a couple of things. So what's next, right? So look, so right now our price is, is $4,000 for a, for a one-time setup. And then whatever the retainer later on down the line is going to be, it's going to be, I'm thinking anywhere from three to six or seven, depending on the, the execution level and depending if there's a performance fee involved, whatever it is. And this is something that I, I kind of toy with the idea of, especially because I have the community of Cashflow Syndicate, which is a very low ticket offer, right? It's $9 a week where we teach people how to, how to sell, how to get a sales shop, how to be a freelancer, how to be a copywriter, how to start or run your own agency. Me and, me and my partner, Mason, we do, we do very well with that in terms of like educate, education of, of going from zero to like your first three to 5K. I think it is the best community in the world that exists for people to be able to do that. So what's next for me with my company, my agency specifically, is to develop an offer similar to that for companies who can't afford the $4,000 up front. Because similar to what you just talked about with the vault or something that's a lower ticket option, a lot of companies might want to do it themselves. They might have a marketing person. So I want to develop a $1,000 to $1,500 product that is a do it yourself, but it's an educational kind of info product that I'm able to downsell to people who may or may not be necessarily unqualified or would be kind of just shitty clients overall. That's going to probably do an increase in revenue. But I think what's next is to like, I feel like I really don't work that much, but what I do when I work, I work. And when I'm not working, I'm not working. Right. Very Floyd Mayweather. I got it from Floyd Mayweather when I was watching him at like 13. He was like running down in Miami doing crazy stuff with his Lambo next to him. The reason I say that is because I fundamentally understand how much time it takes for us to perform, let's say, one iteration for, per client. Let's say a sales call takes a half hour. Onboarding calls 10 to 15 minutes. So we're looking at 45 minutes. Then hand off everything to the, the designer. Maybe I do the copywriting. Maybe I hand it off to a copywriter. So that's zero time, right? That gets back. So we're looking, I'm, I'm at 45 minutes. Then I go into our Clavio dashboard myself. I do all the implementation. I make sure everything looks right. I make sure everything's set up correctly, ready to go for the client. That's maybe depending. And then depending on the edits, because some clients want to have more edits versus other people who are like, oh yeah, it looks great. Let's, let's go. We're looking at another half hour to hour and a half. So let's say every single deal takes two and a half hours. I have enough time throughout my day, which is structured to that. I know that the capacity would be maybe 10 deals a month, right? 15 deals a month. So now I'm thinking, how do we acquire way more customers and what outreach channels are we going to use? How, how are we going to continue to master them? And then that's what I think gets me to 7,500 K a month rapidly versus a very slower, different model. So now it's just, okay, let's just focus on the acquisition and then whatever capacity me and my team can handle, that's, that's what we're going to be able to handle. And then we're going to start to hire out as that happens. The way you articulate this is actually very impressive, right? Because a ver very few people understand the economics of business, like in the way you, you do. 
right? Which is intriguing because anyone could listen to Hermosi. Few people like can listen to him and everyone else and apply it and understand it at a deep level where they could articulate it back. So one, I just want to shout that out. So <laughs> that's fucking dope. Two, um, the thing that's going in my head, what you're talking about, we have capacity 10, 15 clients right now per month. It's on project basis. What's going on through my head, why not? And I don't know how many months you've been running this for. I don't know how many people have gone through your process. I don't know what your average average deal flow is per month. Why not build the second part of the process? Because this is the most common thing from an agency perspective. A lot of agencies will start with what you're doing. They'll do it for like a month or two and immediately they'll implement the retainer offer. So what's your logic behind this? Because I'm super intrigued how you're thinking through this because I think there's going to be a lot of people whose paradigms could change based on how you're talking through this. Yeah, this is a great question. This is a really, really, really good question. I and I never get to answer this question. Okay, it's a two-part answer. Number one is volume. So the reason why a lot of agencies want to implement after a month or two, this they'll get like five clients and then try to get two or three on retainer is because I'm not sure if they trust themselves enough to do something that's super long-term. I'm looking at what are the next one to two years look like? And where is the company going to be scaled? If I'm able to bring, let's say over the next year, say, I may, say, say we do 50 deals. Let's use easy numbers. Say we do 50 deals, right? At 4K, it's 200K cash collected. And let's say, because I'm a good salesperson, I'm able to convert 30 of those, or no, not 30 of those, 15 of those. Let's say 15 at $5,000 a month off of 50 deals over the next year. Then, Every month we'll do one to two more deals and then it'll start to see, we'll do one to more. We'll bring on another client or two, 15 times five, 75, right? 75 K a month retainer recurring businesses as a seven figure company. I'm happy with that taking a year as opposed to building a 250, a quarter million dollar company in the short term. It's very interesting because I only try, even with the setup that we do, right. And our one, our one offer. I try to take on clients that I work well with because I work well with the clients on the front end, not only get them results, but work well, they like me, I like them. Well, then if we do 50 deals like that over the course of the year, then it's not going to be 15 companies on a retainer. It's going to be 20 or 30 or 40 because they like me, I like them, we work well together and we make money. Then if you run the numbers on even, even like 25 Right. And as, like I said, as it scales up, obviously we will hire out account executives, account managers, whatever the hell it's going to be. I'm happy with that taking one to two years to build the actual seven figure recurring company. Then, like I said, a quarter million dollar company on the front end, because I trust what it is that we're doing. And I trust my ability to go out and acquire customers and my team's ability to go out and help us acquire customers. And I just trust the process, dude. Like it's super boring. Like, don't get me wrong. Like outreach and like sales calls are super boring, but I don't think business is run. Like, I don't think when this is an interesting concept and I want to know your thoughts, Jordan. I don't think business is run when you're on the sales calls or when you're talking to the clients or when you're implementing everything or doing that, that busy work. I think business is done strategizing at the highest level and executing on what you strategize on. That's how people make millions of dollars, right? It's just guys in a room talking at the end of the day. And then they tell, okay, well, we'll do this, this, and this. That's what takes the majority of the time versus I'm going to hop on a 15, 20, 30 minute sales call and I'll make the, and I'll get, and I'll get paid on that. But all of the work preemptively in order to go and do that shit that I just said, that's actually where the business is built. 
Hey, agency owners. We at How To Scale an Agency Podcast know it's not easy to build an agency. You have to work your ass off to close deals and work on building the pipeline, onboard clients and work on leads and deal with scope creep and contractors and team members and operations. And within all of that, it's so easy to lose sight of why you are trying to build the agency in the first place. And at Eight Figure Agency, we help agency owners get themselves out of the operations and out of the day-to-day management so they can focus exclusively on building their dream business. If this is something that you need help with, you need help getting out of the operations and you need help getting past the seven or multi seven figure level, go to eightfigureagency.co. That's the number eightfigureagency.co where you can work with me, Jordan Ross, on helping scale your agency to that next level. And at a very minimum, we'll give you a free agency audit to help you understand where you are missing the mark in your agency and business. I mean, it's the paradigm of working on the business versus in the business, right? And who's our client avatar is someone who does not know how to get out of the business. Like the most common client avatar we have is someone doing between 20 and 50K monthly recurring revenue. And they've built their agency, unlike you, without the intentionality and the purpose-driven approach, reverse engineering success going two years back. And they're just like... I need to make money. And then you get in the rat race. Oh, fuck, I'm making 20K. Oh, I'm making 40K. Oh, I'm making 50K. Like, oh, shit. And then you get on the ego of, you know, money, Twitter and like social media. And, you know, I want to, from an egotistical perspective, I want to feel good. I want to be legitimate. I want to be validated. I need to build a million dollar agency because I know once I do that, then like I'll be legit. And then I could, it's all fake. I think it's all, it's all completely fabricated. Right. And I think you seem someone like, I wouldn't be surprised if you're like very simple minded in nature and like not in the sense of simple-minded and negative way simple-minded where it's just like you know like this is how long it's going to take like because the way you're talking and articulating you're very you're clearly smart but like simple like simple like life is like you're not chasing the the surface level bullshit you understand where the depth comes from and you're not attracted by the shiny shit you're attracted by my assumption of what i understand about you in this brief conversation what makes you actually happy? What's fulfilling you and you're willing to play the long game because there's a fucking quote. I love this quote. Are you willing to endure the monotony of success to achieve real success? And the majority of people are not. And it sounds like you have this patience to play the fucking game because that's all it is. It's a game. This is really interesting, man. I never get to talk about this. So let me explain something, right? My life as it is right now at 24 years old, instead of feeling like every day is the exact same, Right. So there's an element, right? Like I, okay. Number one, this company isn't the only, only thing that I have going on, right? I'm making money other ways, but I know that this is going to require a certain amount of time and a certain amount of attention. And because of that, I'm happy with however long it takes, it takes, right? Like people ask all the time, especially guys who are new starting out, how many outreaches until I get my first client? It's like the same thing as like going up and talking to a girl and be like, I talked to a hundred girls. When am I going to get one to kiss me? Or when am I going to get laid? Like, so it takes like, people don't fucking understand that it takes as long as it's going to take, right? There's ways to speed it up. Sure. You can pay for information. You can listen to free information. You can join communities like mine. You can pay you and, and you guys help them scale. But the thing is, is like, it takes as long as it fucking takes. And that's the reality of the world. That's absolutely fundamentally the reality of the world, right? Whatever you're doing in life, 
if you dedicate the necessary hours and you're kind of talented at it, right? I, I wouldn't like, I will never be in uh, like on the moon, right? Unless I get rich enough where I, I can fly to the moon. Like I'm not a astrophysicist, a mathematician. I'm fucking horrible at it, but I understand I'm good with talking and I'm good at sales and I understand people. So, okay, let's pick something that aligns with my talents. That's why it seems fast. I have an understanding. I have all of this experience, this reference experience in so many different areas that I can just go in and do something. And it's just like Midas touch and it works. Right. So my life where I'm at right now, I have, and this is super important for everyone to understand. I have complete freedom. I can do whatever the fuck I want to do when I want to do it. I can travel anywhere in the world, go to five-star hotels, charter boats, go to the club, spend three grand on champagne in the club, five grand on champagne in the club. I can do really nice shit. I'm not pushing a Lambo yet, probably soon, but I can do really nice shit. I can train, I train when I want to. I can go literally go out to dinner every day. I remember my thing when I was like, I had 50 bucks in my bank account when I was like 21 was I just want to be able to take me and my friends out to dinner and not look at the bill. And I can eat out every single day, like regardless if it's like Uber Eats or something, I can eat out every single day and I don't have to worry about cooking because I hate cooking. That was my thing. I'm 24 years old. I have complete freedom. I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. Why would I ever be unhappy? Sure. The company is like, okay, a million dollars a year recurring with little necess- like little work required because it's just in- focused on acquisition and implementation and then scaling up and managing a team, which luckily I have very, very, very good friends of mine who have done this a bunch of times and built seven figure companies and they're a phone call away that I am able to understand exactly what it is that they do. And, and I can just implement it for myself, reverse engineer, implement myself. There's no reason for me to be unhappy. So yeah, sure. I love the nice shit, bro. I love the nice shit. I love going to dinner. Like I love, I love going to Sacconi's. Like I love going to Delilah and you know, dinner's thousand bucks, whatever the fuck it is. I've been there. But I also understand that fundamentally, absolutely fundamentally, bro. Like Shit just takes as long as it takes, right? It took me eight years of training in the gym to put on the relative amount of muscle that I have, and I still feel skinny. It just takes as long as it takes. But as long as you do the right things, as long as you operate with integrity and continue to push and continue, can only compare yourself to yourself, start every day from zero and be like, look, shit matters. This is what matters to me, and this is what I'm going to do it. And only focus on if you're being better than who you were before. I think number one, it's very hard to be unhappy. And then number two, like you're going to get a lot more done rather than getting shiny object syndrome. You know, look at like one of my friends, like I always mentioned Luke, like look at Luke who's fucking 21 crushing it. Right. Like it's easy to look at other guys and, or, or guys that look at you, Jordan, and be like, look, like, oh, he's doing so much better. You don't need to do that. You just got to be better than who you were before. And if it takes you until the time you're 28, it takes you until the time you're 28. But I live in the real world, bro. I move with speed. Like I said, that, you know, two weeks ago, I was like, oh, I'm going to launch a podcast. I had the first, I had the first three episodes out the first week, right? When I started this company, when I started Arsian, had my first client on the second day. So you got to move with speed, but you also got to appreciate that like, look, like, all right, like you can move with speed, but shit's going to, like, I'm not a patient guy by any means, but I know if I'm doing the right things and the shit is going to come, which is why going back to your original question earlier, why not implement a retainer model this early on is because it's too early on for me. I just, it's just a personal feeling that it's like based on what I know and what I've seen in the game after years of watching other people do this shit. It's just like, I'm going to hold off for a little bit. I'm still going to, I'm still going to do what I need to do, but 
it's just going to take a little bit longer for that to happen because when it happens, it's going to be like letting the floodgates open. Yeah, brother. Well, fuck. We're, <laughs> we're, we're spitting some fire out here. And the thing I want to call out, so there's a lot of different angles that like from what you were just saying, and I want to call it a few things. One, so the thing that Dave and I both have in common is we didn't go straight into entrepreneurship and I'm sure you had your hustles. Like you yeah. went into PayPal, I went to Amazon and I know talent when I see it. I work with hundreds of entrepreneurs every year and I can, within a, one conversation, understand, is this person A, B, C, or D? David is an A, you're an A. And here's why. <laughs> you have self-awareness, which is, it, it always starts in the mind. You have the ability to reverse engineer the success and play the strategy and you have the ability to execute with speed. So it, when we partner up with a new agency, one of the first things I'm assessing is how big can this client go and how fast? And it's really based on how fast they implement. Because when you go to a PayPal, when you go to an Amazon, like it's, it's like doggy dog and like you're either going to thrive or you're going to fucking die. Yeah. And that for young agency owners where like, I just want to go into agency world. Like you're not, I think, look, when I look at my peers, the guys who are 21 and went to agency earlier, like that are now like running two, three, four, five million dollar agencies, and they're like, you know, 27 now. For me, it's a lagging exponential curve because, yeah, I fucking trained with assassins at Amazon and I'm a fucking killer. But when I went into Amazon, I was a fucking bitch. I was a bitch in training of being a killer. Like mentally, I was a killer, but I didn't have the skills to actually execute at that level. So you, we move with speed, you have the awareness of being an assassin. And you have the patience to play the game the, the way you want to. That's the most important. You're playing by your fucking rules and everyone plays by society's rules because they're zombies walking unconscious in this world. Absolutely. So David, this was some fat fucking fire, like big kudos. I'm stoked that you came. This is actually my favorite. This has been top five favorite conversations on this. On this I, I appreciate that, man. I, I had a, I, I wanted to, I don't know if you, you have any more time, but like I said, I'm free for the rest of the night. So I'm, I'm more than willing to talk. What's interesting is what you just said about training with killers. Like I, so my podcast for anyone who doesn't know or know me, I have a podcast called the syndicate and I interview Jordan. I'm going to have you on at some point. We're going to talk, but it's, it's more long form. It's like, you know, hour to, you know, two, three hour long conversations where we talk about, you know, a bunch of different topics, but I'm going to have my mentor on hopefully taught me everything. I fucking know everything I know about how to sell. Like if I didn't meet this guy, so I've, I was in different areas of business. I was doing, you know, info products. I was doing a bunch of, I was all over, right? Drop shipping, almost got sued by Felix Gray. Anyway, so I met this guy and this guy is just mentality, right? His mentality was so dominant that I could not help to look at. And there's been a couple of people that I've seen throughout life and had, they have had these dominant mentalities and spending time around these people and just watching them work, whether it was like, getting a second voice on a sales call, like the way they broke it down and just like the level of which, like how they explain things and how they, in their mentality of going into every day and absolutely just fucking dominating. It rubbed off on me. Yeah. It rubbed off 100%. Shoulders were giants. Yeah. And if I didn't do that, right? Because there are some killers in, in corporate America, like serious killers in corporate America who are like, yeah, they might be making two, 300 grand a year. They're not making millions, but they are really, really, really talented at what they do. And if you can get an opportunity, and this is what I think is so good about things like podcasts and Twitter, is you're able to download that information into your brain. And you're also able to start to model that mentality and create those mental models within yourself, even if you're not rubbing shoulders with them and you're seeing them on a day-to-day -day basis. What's interesting is 
if I didn't have that, I can 100% attribute a lot of my success to that mentality that I developed from being in the trenches for almost two years. And, and the skills and the skills don't the undermine skills, that. The, the skills, skills, are, skills are a byproduct by just like putting your head down and like totally. having to make, like, bro, like, totally. when I start, like, bro, when I got into, when I got into my sales job, like I had a hundred bucks for gas. I was driving a beat up 2003 Hyundai Elantra an hour up and an hour back to work every day. Like, bro, for the, till I got that first, I got that first, like first couple grand in my bank account, dude, I went and got a nice apartment. Rent was two grand in Philly. Rent was two grand car I, and i put put money down on the car i had like fucking three four hundred dollars left till till the next till the next paycheck or to the next grand came in or whatever it was but what i did put my back up against the wall i said yo i gotta make this shit work like i gotta make it work bro i'm like i don't come from money like i don't i i don't come from money whatsoever and i was just like look like everything i've done in my life i've been able to do to a very high degree of skill right the things that i focused on i've been able to do to a high level so I'm like, okay, if I put my back up against the wall and I just make this my thing, and I already knew like, this is what I wanted to do regardless. And I was like, look, it's going to be the experience. It's going to allow me, like, this is all the war, war in the trenches that is going to allow me to go and, and put my back up against the wall, develop the skills so that when I go into business for myself, I always knew I was going to go into business. When I go into business for myself, I'm going to have everything that I need to be successful literally the first second. So that's what I did. Back up against the wall, bro. Next month, I made 13 grand net. 22 years old. I was like, all right, well, I think we got one here. I think we got a winner. Man, well, David, a <laughs> lot of good shit that's being dropped right now from you. Like, I think there's just a lot of wisdom in that dome, but I think it's a byproduct of doing the work. Appreciate it, man. So for everyone that wants to get exposed to you and wants to learn more, whether it's about your community or you or your podcast, how can they get exposed to you? So you guys can follow me on Twitter. It's at your lazy fuck. And that's F-V-C-K, Y-O-U-R-E-A-L-A-Z-Y-F-V-C-K on Twitter. And Cashflow Syndicate is cashflowsyndicate.io. And that is our community where we teach sales. I have a free sales course, all the fundamentals on how to sell, how to frame conversations, how to do a cold call literally everything that you possibly would ever need to know. Uh, it's my entire fundamental sales process of how I was able to do all of that stuff by 22, 23. And it's battle tested. There's so many people in there who use that framework for being able to close clients for the agency. We have a guy inside of, of the community, inside of Cashflow Syndicate who used it and he's closed over $100,000 in deals so far uh, this year with that same framework that I teach inside there. Uh, my partner Mason is also uh, one of the world's best copywriters in my opinion. And he's generated like $15 million, 16, 17, however many millions, multiple eight figures with, uh, with copywriting, with direct response and all those types of things. So he teaches copywriting inside of there. That's cashflowsyndicate.io. And then I have uh, the syndicate podcast, which is available on Apple and Spotify and Anchor. So all you got to do is type in the syndicate and uh, it should pop up. So that's where they can find me. Big things. Follow this guy. He's going to be big, big, big player in this space. So David, thank you so much for jumping on, man.